0: so yeah no, this shirt i got at uh, game days the one the one we did yeah
1: the, the, the most super awesome game days that there ever was oh
0: yeah that was i had a ton of fun that was as closest i've ever gotten to working a booth at a con
1: and those days might continue again we'll see We might yeah. be working a lot more booths in the future
0: i hope so yeah and uh yeah so are you ready to talk a little more about your plans for the future of super awesome showdown how about uh, you, um, you tease a little bit of it? Not not the whole plan.
1: Plans. Um well, <laughs> one super awesome showdown. I'm not even sure if this is still a super awesome showdown podcast. Hey, but
0: it's a super awesome showdown offshoot, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh it's like a uh, what do you call it? A spin-off. Spin-off. Yeah. <laughs> spinoff.
0: Hey, listen, and we can and spin-offs can go right back into it. You ever um, see the uh, angel? Yeah. It tied back into Buffy Buffy, a bunch. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, this spinoff from Super Awesome Showdown, when, uh, let's be optimistic and say when on air it comes back. (laughs) Let's not use the word if.
0: Endless optimism is our game here.
1: Uh, It's going to be slightly different, and it's going to be more organized beast, and uh, it'll be marketed a lot better, I think. And, um, yeah, it might focus more on, the cons and the merchandise and stuff and be one of those monsters, you know?
0: Ooh, that, hey, listen, uh, I think... Uh, a merchandise
1: con monster.
0: Yeah, hey, I think if we can put out more content for the fans, that's that's what we should really... Because we can put on a show. And speaking of putting on a show, welcome to the Transmit Podcast, a super awesome showdown offshoot. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. And uh, today, we're going to start talking about some movies we saw recently.
1: Yes. Okay, so... um, What's the favorite well, movie? The f- First Honestly,
0: movie. Oh, yeah. A favorite movie, it's going to be hard to say because they're both like shot in a very interesting way. Mm-hmm. So, how about we start here? I'm going to start rolling into this one. We saw Gentleman last week.
1: The Gentleman. Oh, yes. yes. Play a game with me, Ray. I don't want to play a game. Oh, please.
0: No. I said, play a game with me, Ray. Right. this movie was a ton of fun because it was uh, I want you shot out of order kind of yeah. and Your it's all told like a screenplay pitch to, to oh, yeah. these criminals and they um let me tell you it's got um, um, oh, what's his name I, I, I totally space in those, Hugh Grant it's, it's got Hugh Grant as that guy and you can barely recognize him I thought he was the guy from uh, who's the Lieutenant Gordon in um, the Bat Dark Knight series um, oh yeah uh, and no no the alright 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 guy I always space his name
1: not. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it's
0: got Matthew McConaughey doing just now, at this just point, all he does is a Matthew McConaughey impersonation, right? But our protagonist.
1: Yeah, it's if, if Matthew McConaughey was a drug dealer, is what this movie was.
0: Yeah, and what I like about this, uh, it's it's that style of crime drama where it's um, well, it's not even a drama really. It's like a comedy drama mm-hmm. where you're following criminals and they're hard criminals, willing to do bad, but they're like doing kind of crime you don't really mind. And they're only doing violence to people who kind of deserve it. Mm-hmm. So, and he even, like, McConaughey I, I, says to the guy who deals in, like, opium, like, your drug is a destroyer of worlds. Man is <laughs> Sweet Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. And he's sitting there like, yeah. And all he, right. But, all right, all right, all right. But he's also, like, he can be super vicious as a necessity of his crimes. So I don't want to spoil too much of it, but yeah, the Hugh Grant... He mm-hmm. yeah, has basically a slimy uh, P.I. working for a tabloid, uh, he, and he, he's dug up all this dirt mm-hmm. on Matthew McConaughey's gang, and um, he's got the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Who's that? Uh,
1: I do not know that guy. The
0: beard. Uh, I know the movie Bob described that as a podcaster's beard, which you can tell I'm trying to grow right now,
1: right? <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Um. Oh, God. The Sons of
1: Anarchy. Yeah, that would be a better credit. It would guy? be a better credit?
0: Yeah. You know, it's oh it's a uh, Charlie Hunnam and he's he's like um a lot of the movie shot from his perspective really because he's the one who gets this pitch mm-hmm. uh from and uh who's you know for blackmail for like millions of dollars cuz McConaughey is going to be um retiring soon yeah and uh the way it ends is really cool and it's uh this director he has this style of like all all, all the film only like comes together at the very end right
1: yeah it all kind of a crescendo at the end.
0: Yeah, but you think. Of, you, go ahead.
1: A crescendo of, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say like moments and all the, the plots and stuff, all the twists. Right. All, all, everything comes together.
0: Yeah. Well, it, but the thing is, yeah, you, you don't get a full picture. You think, this one, you think you got a full picture. Uh huh. But then, like, then there's this whole like going back and then, like, oh, this, this reveal. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want to spoil too much of it, oh. but, uh, the only, the only problem I had was at the very end. What I didn't know was, um, those boxing guys who, uh, robbed McConaughey at first. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I didn't know why they were there, but then they explain it later. Well, I know they don't oh, okay. explain it later. I had to look it up, but that was the only thing. It was kind of layered and clever, but a little too much though. Cause I, I, it was too quick with that one thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good movie. Um, the plot is definitely something that'll keep you hooked the whole way through. It's not, it's not boring. It's the the way it was shot is meant to keep you kind of like watching and wanting to learn more and know what happens. And they set up a villain who, um, I don't want to give it away, but is of less consequence than you think he's going to be. Exactly. And so it kind of does that whole thing. And, um, then there's another true villain but basically, it's like, uh, see, I thought it was business, but I heard someone else talk about it's kind of like he's a king and then he's got like, he's like a monarch, right? He's like yeah, the king of. Uh,
0: there's a lot of that in there, yeah.
1: But then he's got like his people that work under him. Like, uh, the Sons of Anarchy guy. Who was that again?
0: Uh, oh, it's... Uh, God, you think I'd remember it from, like, <laughs> I a know, minute just and a half ago. It. Charlie Hunnam.
1: Yeah, Charlie Hunnam is the one who does all, like, the true footwork right. for the well, king. And then you've got the queen. You've got the
0: queen, definitely.
1: In that, too. So, maybe there's kind of, like, a... Kind of a monarchy kind well, of And they there.
0: And they are in... This takes place in Britain, or in yeah, the UK. In, Eng- in England, yeah. And, well, I don't think it's, like, too much of a reveal that the way he like grows his weed in the country where there's so, and they make a point of this, like all these drones and people and it's like, well, I just go under the, the, the aristocrats homes and just like use this existing monarchy system. That's still hanging around.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly, that's precisely um, what they kind of were going for. Is that like, yeah, you've got like, this, um, facade of like money, but really, you know, they're about to like all lose their homes and stuff. Well, yeah. And Cause uh, that's money the, keeps getting like cut in half and that's half the problem. Half.
0: Yeah. With a, with an inheritance tax like that is like, well, you are just going to take half of your family's shit.
1: Just, yeah. And then it keeps going down, 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 down. down, down.
0: it's like, well, unless
1: you're, you're creating new wealth, unless you're creating new wealth. Yeah. Which an American man comes in. Boom. And does. And does. Yeah.
0: With ingenuity and the free market of <laughs> the free black market.
1: Yeah. So, and, uh. But it also kind of talks to the fact that you know, pot. They they everybody expects it takes place now, right? Much in today's now, yeah. period, and pot is about to be legal everywhere. It is, and so, so it's going to be less lucrative as a like kind of an underground business, and it's going to be more lucrative because people are just going to be able to go down the street and buy it legally.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the the luc the lucrativeness is going to change because he mentions prohibition, mm-hmm. uh, which is like you know if you go from zero to okay, it's legal again. There's no infrastructure in place to fill that demand legally. So your black marketers will have an existing network or an existing True. like infrastructure to supply that demand, mm-hmm. and so that's what he's kind of selling to one of the to one of the person who's going to buy him out. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to give away too much, but you know it it is one of those um crime dramas where you sympathize with criminals because they're not they're criminals, but they're they're criminals light.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it's um Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey is kind of like hard to uh dislike yeah sometimes.
0: He's, he's so he plays like a genius, uh, like charming he plays the same charming guy like he is in the Lincoln commercials where he just sits there and like, we'll oh, see the king is as
1: the king does. So I'm the lion and this is my jungle. When the
0: when the lion which is the king of the jungle <laughs> like when, the, when the lion's hungry he eats.
1: He eats this dragon, which I maybe he a little... the,
0: fuck off dragon. It's like yeah not too much into that but yeah they <laughs> they're really great. And I did yeah. like the um the different look on um, race relations at that boxing gym. He, call, oh. he calls his buddy a black cunt. He's like, is is that racist? It's like, well, no, it's a statement of fact. You're black and you're a cunt. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. See, from him, it's in a term of endearment. <laughs> so, like,
1: But they had to explain it, which to, is
0: just to make sure for American audiences, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he's not racist. It's a different society. It's all chill
1: out, bro. Another thing I want to bring up about that movie yeah. that I noticed was the lack of kind of like guns. In kind of like the the gang world,
0: yeah, they had guns when they needed them. Like uh, the the the, the second hand with the guy, I keep forgetting his goddamn name. I don't subject it to memory. Um, Christian uh, or Charlie H- Hunnaman. He um
1: Charlie Hunnam
0: Hun Hun H U N N A M. Well, he yeah. Most of the time, he doesn't have a gun. Most of the time, none of them like brandish a firearm. It's a very well, it's UK. But then when he's like chasing someone down and he needs something from him, let's not spoil too much, he pulls out that MP5 and just shoots it, silence, he just shoots it in the air.
1: Yeah, but like the, yeah, because he's like a top gangster. Yeah. and But like kind of the low guys, they're just fighting. Yeah. they're just So they have to learn how to fight and like yep. brawl, you know, basically.
0: Yeah. So they're, they're they're proper hard people. Yeah. So it's not like here where it's like, well, you, you could be a gangster if you can get your hands on a gun. If you <laughs> yeah, can't that's, fight, that's fine.
1: Get a gun. Get a gun. Anyone could be a gangster yeah, here in yeah, America. See.
0: Yeah, totally. It's just, are you cool with noise? Because they're noisy. That's the only downside.
1: And very lethal. So it's super lethal. You could go to actual prison. Yeah,
0: you could. Re- you well, I mean, listen, someone. if if you beat someone to death, you could also go to prison. Let's be.
1: True, but like you can incapacitate people and stuff. It's a slightly safer kind yeah. of gang world. So uh, wait, but oh, they did have a lot of knives though. They had a lot they of knives. Can murder yeah. people with can shank yeah, people yeah. to death.
0: England does have an issue with knife violence to the point where. Judges in, around there are saying hey, we should uh, blunt make make it le- illegal to have pointed kitchen knives. Wow. It's getting nuts over there. But here, um, before we move on, would you recommend seeing it? Yes. I would, too.
1: And in theaters, not sure. But you know what? I think it's a good theater experience. It is a good it theater should be, experience? It should be seen on the big screen.
0: Yeah, it's not not necessary, but you you not will necessary. get you will get a good experience out of it.
1: If you're a movie going person, then yeah, go see it on the big screen. It's something a little different. Uh, we're coming. At, we're seeing a lot of different movies now. Not all the superhero stuff is kind of out of the yeah, out of the water.
0: everyone's taking a break. Yeah. Okay, so how about we move on? We saw another movie, uh, mm-hmm. 1917, and this one had a really interesting gimmick. So here, how about we load up? Boom. Oh. In your own time, gentlemen. Must be something big if the channel's here. So you the setup's pretty simple. In the 2nd Battalion. Yes, sir. I
1: just realized this is like another They're British tr- tr-
0: Right? The orders <laughs> are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you fail, it will be a massacre. Let's just bring that down. So yeah, basically the setup is these two soldiers, one who has a brother in another um, regiment, and they have to go there to stop an attack because this is before they had like Radio radios, you know.
1: That's what I was thinking. The whole thing—it's like they have to send two guys to send this message. It's like, don't they have like radio?
0: No, not uh, yeah. Apparently, no. They, they see a, that that's that's the weird thing is like World War Two radar was a new thing. Hmm. So like this is yeah no they didn't remember they said they cut all our phone lines. This is like um like a Seinfeld setup, you know, like uh all these scenarios could be solved if they had cell phones. Like pretty yeah. much all of their things. Like where are they? I don't know. How do we reach them? I don't know. Let's go on a little New York adventure, and this is kind of like that, except with more lethality. So
1: lethality, huh?
0: Yes, and it it really does capture that feel of um, what you picture World War One was like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I the, the the gimmick is that it's all done in one take, and I thought that was a really cool gimmick, even though we know it, like it's it it was camera tricks done to achieve that effect. Mm-hmm. I counted like four breaks that you you say, oh, that's where they break.
1: Yeah in uh in time, right?
0: Well, yeah, one was like when he got knocked out. Another one was when they like pan from that initial bunker scene over to uh, him like it goes black for a second when he like pulls the 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 curtain aside so he can leave. Mm-hmm. There was like a few frames of pure black. Yeah. So it was things like that. Sometimes when they like blurred the camera a little bit, you know.
1: Well, there's one I don't want to give it. It's a critical point in the movie. There's one scene when they're at like um like a farmhouse, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They go through that, and then orchard. there's like a big action scene in the farmhouse. Yep. Involving planes.
0: Yeah, that's in the trailer. That bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then when uh uh it pans to the next scene, yeah, it kind of does kind of like an artistic pan to like a completely different location.
0: Yeah, he he goes away, and then they in pan time. back, and something has happened.
1: Yeah, so there's no uh, there's no actual like dark cuts, and, even, and then when he's like traveling. With the other soldiers there's a scene where like this our main character is, uh, is on a a truck a truck a yeah, right? military truck military truck with a bunch of other soldiers and we know that the riot is supposed to take like hours right but they just kind of make it seem take like a few minutes
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know like uh they, they weren't i think this was a much smaller movie than uh, than you may have thought Because you're thinking of like what you see now in movies where they hop in a truck and suddenly they're in a whole different geographic area. Yeah. This took place over like the course of what must have been like, like El Cajon, basically, I'm betting.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, the movie was about like, what, two hours? It was
0: about two hours.
1: and, and that, But uh, the, I feel like the actual story took time. place like maybe over a couple days. Uh,
0: maybe over the... Yeah, they, they right? had like a day and a half maybe at most to call off an attack because mm-hmm. he did get knocked out. Yeah. So that was one of the times where he, he gets knocked out and then he wakes up and oh it's, like, it's dark.
1: So yeah, the plot of the movie is just uh, two guys go have to go out across and
0: the, across and like no man's land. No man's land. And they don't have Wonder Woman there to help him help him out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because it's, it's a little bit more based in reality Wait, than Wonder was, Woman. That
0: wasn't a historical doc documentary. yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I yeah. I need to read. I understand now why I failed that history class. Okay. Yeah, you thought Wonder um, Woman was in it. I thought but, Wonder uh,
1: Woman. Yeah. The, uh, so then they have to go and basically deliver this message to save the troops. By hand. That's, Yeah. That's basically, you learn that in the first, what, 15 yeah. minutes of the movie. And
0: everything else is just tension, 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 tension.
1: So yeah, it relies heavily on cinematography and like cool shots. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. Great action scenes and stuff. And like, yeah. And tension.
0: Yeah, and I like the cyclical nature. Like it starts out like that with that trailer. Is he's on? He, he wakes up on a tree, and then he it ends with him like taking a nap against a tree. Yeah. <laughs> so the spoiler alert: someone survives.
1: <laughs> it was a great film, and there's some great cameos. Even though it has oh, yeah, like focuses of... basically on one character. Yeah. But there's a lot of great cameos throughout the. the film. Oh yeah,
0: every every like well a lot of British actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like uh, they had the guy who was uh, the bad guy from uh, Shazam.
1: Yeah, he's in it. He's in it. Doctor uh, Strange is in it.
0: Doctor Strange, yeah, he's Benedict like,
1: Cumberbatch.
0: Yeah, he's like this. is The only way this boy, with his beautiful voice, is when last man standing.
1: Last man standing. Is that like, in the trailer?
0: That's not in the trailer, uh-huh. but it's it's not. No, it is in the one of the trailers. Yeah.
1: Last man Yeah, World War One was a last man standing match, everybody. Yeah.
0: Well, apparently, yeah, the only one person survived World War One.
1: <laughs> it's like, I won. It's I like, won, everybody. Hey, the last hey, one.
0: I did it where's my prize? It's like, you get to go back to your hovel. Oh <laughs> God. Yeah. All world war one movies are like super depressing. Cause yeah. we hadn't figured out how to fight war with the weapons we had. Like America know. learned a bunch during the civil war. It's like, because it was fought in a very advanced fashion, mm-hmm. but no, no one else fought a war like that. So they're all just still just lining up and just r- run at the, at the
1: enemy. Even though they have like missiles and like guns and stuff. Yeah.
0: They had like machine guns and shit and gl- artillery clear lines of fire. It's like, Oh boy.
1: <laughs> they it's, hadn't figured it out. They hadn't quite <laughs>
0: figured it out yet.
1: <laughs> and then they still had muskets too, like putting uh, little blades every at the
0: now end and then. Well, that uh, bayonet. Bayonet. Yeah, uh, we have those today, actually.
1: We like, do. yeah. Uh, you uh, take bayonets into like uh, war situations today?
0: Technically, sometimes you're not supposed to use them, but uh, it's kind of murky on the rules of that. But yeah, no, like all M16s, like M16s come with a bayonet lug. Oh, cool. And that's the thing. Like you see, like the Marine Corps training is like they say, okay, here, here's your M16. Here's the, the, with a bayonet, go stab these tires and run on. Okay. So it's pretty cool. And yeah, like, and in certain states, like, that's how the, the law works out. You can have either, like, one of three or two of three things, like a flash suppressor, a su- uh, actual suppressor, and or a bayonet lug. Hmm. So it's really weird how gun laws work in this country. Like, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of bayonet deaths,
1: you know? <laughs> bayonet deaths, Well, because yeah.
0: realistically, it does turn your gun into a spear, basically. Yeah. And would you rather fight a guy, like, from... A foot and a half away or at arm's reach?
1: Probably a foot and a half away.
0: There you go. Extra, extra foot and a half is, distance is your friend.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, did he ever... He never used the that? bayonet.
0: Oh, shit, let's not spoil that. Okay,
1: but uh, there's a really good scene in that where... How do I describe my favorite scene? It's kind of, like, kind of plotty. Yeah. But it's... um. It's after one of the moments that you were talking about, where we know it's like a clear
0: oh, yeah. delineation of time. Yeah,
1: a guy gets knocked out, and it's dark, right? Yeah. And you're actually we're all, we're, we're sitting there in the dark. Yeah. As an audience, and we're like, what what happens now? That's and so then funny. he like he wakes up, and it kind of makes you feel like that moment when you go to sleep during the day. Oh yeah. And then he wake up, and you're like, is it the next morning already, or oh, God, or what? I hate that feeling. <laughs> Because it's like it's just like five o'clock or something, but you're right. like, did I sleep the whole day? It's,
0: it's winter. You took a twenty minute nap, and it's like, oh shit, uh, what? Oh shit, what do I gotta do? Um, yeah. And your sleep schedule's all off now, and you're uh okay. I gotta get my lunch ready. I gotta shower, and then you look at the clock. It's like, oh my god, it's already seven. Shit. Uh, uh, oh wait, that's PM. Oh, oh. oh thank God.
1: Yeah, they happen a lot when I was in when I was high school and stuff but but yeah like that even when i was in my 20s but it kind of made me feel like that that scene kind of made you feel like that for a second like what time is it yeah because
0: this movie conveys like that tension really well yeah because you're, you're under this ticking clock you have to get over there or a lot of people are going to die
1: yeah and then so like he's in this bombed out city all that remains are arches and a lot of the buildings a because of stone bits. because yeah. arches are pretty strong They're pretty uh, good uh structure so, oh, like, yeah. things get blown up. Everything falls except, like, except the, the arches, arches. remain.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was beautiful. Like, yeah. So, there's build-
1: arches. It's like a beautifully destroyed city. There's, like, flares or, like, planes flying over. Oh, yeah. Casting light. And then the shadows move across. Oh, yeah. And then he's, like, running straight down the middle because he's trying to get to, like, the, uh, where he's trying to get to. He's going to
0: get to that regiment that's going to get, like,
1: killed. And he keeps getting shot at. It's just really, it's really an awesome scene. I think that's the best scene of the whole movie. Yeah a really awesome score comes on too and plays over oh, it. Oh yeah. So beautiful. So I think that was like the money shot of the whole movie. Oh yeah. listen. But it was, it was a great movie. Otherwise. Yeah. I would
0: recommend it. Like see that on a bigger screen. Like, yeah, if, if you, you can, can see it in the big screen, do that. And if you can't get by a projector, blow it up in your backyard.
1: <laughs> Boom. Yeah. It's one of those, um, I don't want it. Is. I don't want to throw around Masterpiece too much. Uh, a modern Masterpiece.
0: Maybe not a modern Masterpiece, but it is a very... It's a really good bit of cinema and with a really cool gimmick. Yeah. At and the very least.
1: Another thing I thought about when seeing that movie... Yeah. I know we're trying to wrap it up here, but... Uh, was the way movies will be shot and experienced in the future might be more of like a VR experience. Yeah,
0: especially as that becomes more commonplace in everyone's home.
1: And so... um the continuous shot will have to be something that filmmakers will probably have to do oh, yeah. more because you don't want to have cuts when you're immersed in a VR kind of situation. Oh no. Yeah. That's like the worst bit. So like you, there's a cut and then you're here and then you're down here, it'll be kind of jarring. But if you have kind of like this movement where you're kind of like with the characters, you're floating around and you're kind of one of the characters in the movie. Yeah. Then um, that'll, it'll uh, probably lend itself better to like a VR kind of uh, experience ra- rather than the way movies are shot traditionally as of right now.
0: Yeah, I think there'll be room for both in cinema, but I think there will be this this style might be more prevalent as yeah, as video games have more of an effect on how we view yeah, yeah immersion basically. I think you're yeah. very much right about that. All right. So, how about we um we got we're going to um look at a trailer next episode. So, how about we wrap this one up? And then we'll do our next episode right now. Oh yeah, by the way, we, we stack these up
1: What? What? Uh, We're not going to wait another week to no, talk?
0: I, uh, I, and We normally do for purity's sake <laughs> But you know, we have lives So, that being said, thanks for tuning in to the Transbit Podcast I'm your host, Spike I'm Victor See you next time